Yes, we are back. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a bad host. I know. You guys, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. It's bananas. Uh, 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 uh. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. I'm sorry. Welcome back to here we go that's right here we go an in sync podcast hosted by me you're welcome peter sirs comedian in sync lover 43 year old straight dude that loves in sync so that's that welcome i am just going to start the show off with saying welcome back uh if you're listening for the first time welcome this is a podcast that i started about a year ago uh, about my favorite band in sync i'm a 43-year-old straight guy, like I said, and uh, I, I felt like the world needed to hear what I had to say about NSYNC and these amazing songs that, you know, we grew to love back in that era, and uh, I, I was absent last week, and I'm sorry, you know, as you guys know, as you guys know or don't know, I, I, I'm a professional comedian, so I tour quite a bit, and I've been on tour, basically, this is actually, I was, I was gone on the road for a month, dude. Actually, more is like a month and like two days. So yeah, like when I'm on the road, it gets a little bit hectic with travel and driving from gig to gig and just a whole thing. And so I, you know, if if you guys, I mean, I don't know if you guys really look forward to the podcast or not. I know people listen. So, uh, but point is, is I'm sorry that I've been a little inconsistent. I will say. Good news, bad news. Good news is um, I am home for about a month. I, I mean, I do have a gig in Kansas City in a couple weeks, but it's just going to be a short little weekend trip, so we're all good. So I, there shouldn't be any interruptions for the next few weeks. So that's good news for you guys if you're really looking forward to it. So um, I'm like I said, I'm sorry. You know, I, I know as the uh, as the captain of this ship, I should you know communicate and, and honestly i intend to record them every week and then just you know stuff happens you know so i'm sorry i'm apologizing because i do appreciate the fact that you guys do listen you know when i do release the episodes and i want to make this the best you know in sync podcast there is i to my knowledge there's one more i think uh and i know the the girls over at mission in sync kind of do it's not really a podcast, it's a little different, but, um, you know, this one's a little bit different because it's my interpretation of the song lyrics and, you know, you guys get to hear about things that were going on in my life when all this stuff was going on. So anyway, I'm back, we're here, I'm very excited about this week because we are literally discussing my favorite uh, sync song ever, um, but before that... We have, uh, I, we talked about it last, uh, last time, but there's a, uh, there was a new song that came out, uh, a few weeks ago, right? I'm good right here. Justin, our boy, and Halsey, right a.k.a. Ashley, like that's her okay. name, Halsey is Ashley with her letters rearranged, Pharrell, with Calvin Harris. And I was really looking forward to this because, you know, as an NSYNC lover, as a Justin 
idolizer. You know, anything he puts out, I'm like, yo, let me hear this shit, you know? So, if you haven't heard it, here it is. For some reason, when I listen to this song, I want to put on some roller skates and go to the fucking skating rink, right? <laughs> right? Uh. The video gives me that vibe too. Very colorful, very funky, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, that's the song. Stay with me, Calvin Harris, Pharrell, um, Halsey, and of course Justin Timberlake, and. I'm going to be honest with you guys, you know, I'm not a huge, um, I'm not a huge Calvin Harris person, like, I don't hate him at all, I don't, but like, I, I've never just, like, there's some songs that he does, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is Cal- oh, Calvin Harris, okay, but like, I'm never like, yo, 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 put on Calvin Harris, like, literally ever, like, I work out every day, as you guys may or may not know, and, you know, I, I, I switch up my playlist, you know, I don't have, like, a workout playlist, like, sometimes I listen to, you know, like, matter of fact, today, when I was working out, I was listening to Justin the whole time, um, sometimes I'm listening to, you know, Halsey, or sometimes I listen to the Halsey station, sometimes I'm, li- I'm listening to Slipknot, sometimes, you know what I mean, it just depends on the mood that I'm feeling that day, and what kind of workout I'm doing, and whatever, you know, so, the point being, I've never been like, yo, let me listen to Calvin Harris, um, I was just excited to hear a new song with Justin on it, and, you know, like, Justin did fine, he laid down his track, but the song, not my favorite song, you know, and I don't know whose fault that is, is it Calvin Harris's fault, uh, I, I don't know, just not my favorite song, but, um, that's news, um, not really a ton of other stuff going on on the NSYNC front, I mean, Chris is still on tour doing his Pop Pop Odyssey, that was NSYNC's tour, Um, Pop 2000 tour, and uh, I was kind of bummed, it was, it happened to be in Dallas when I was in Oklahoma City, and it's not that far, but it's just like, you know, for the same reason that I haven't been consistent with these podcasts, when when I'm staying on my girlfriend's family farm, it's just, you just never know what is going to happen, so like, for those of you guys that don't know, my girlfriend's from Oklahoma and her family has a farm there. Um, and then I had jobs, comedy jobs, in Oklahoma City, in Tulsa, in Wichita, in Cincinnati, and in, 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 uh, Cleveland over the last few weeks. So kind of uh, like my headquarters, my central headquarters was my girlfriend's family farm. So I would drive, I would stay there in between my gigs instead of, you know, flying all the way back to L.A. only to fly back out because, you know, Wichita is only two and a half hours from where my girlfriend's farm is. Oklahoma City is like about an hour from there. Tulsa is about two and a half hours. So, like, it's all very close. So, there's no point in me flying all the way home, flying back, flying back, you know what I mean, back. And it's just, one, airfare is just too damn expensive these days. And two, it's just, you know, it's just too much back and forth and it's just easier. But... When I'm on the farm, you know, it just gets, things get a little, things get a little hectic. Um, I don't even know why I started talking about that, but whatever. 
Um, anyway, moral of the story, no big in sync news this week. To my knowledge, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that there was anything, um, that happened other than, like I said, oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So that's, thank you. Now I remember. Uh, so the, the pop 2000 tour was in Dallas. It wasn't in Dallas. It was in Plano, which is basically Dallas. And I wanted to go, but when you're on the farm and you're helping, you know, there might be, uh, you might have to work, you know, the thing about, this is what I hate about farming. While um, I will, even though my girl is a hardcore farmer and I'm probably going to do something with a farm, you know, when we get old, as she gets older, I have no interest in farming <laughs> for, for lack of better terms. Like I just, for me, as someone that's chosen to be a comedian and a podcaster and whatever, like I like the idea of knowing when I'm, my day is going to end. Like, you know, if I'm doing a podcast, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it for about an hour or so, give or take. Um, if I'm doing a show, it's like, okay, well, my show starts at eight, so it'll be over by about 9.30 or so, and then I'll stick around for half hour afterwards, you know, taking pictures, selling, you know, merchandise and whatever, meet and greet kind of thing. And then that's it. You know, when you're farming, you know, you never know when the day is going to end. You know, it might be (laughs) the day might end at eight. It might end at nine. It might end at fucking 10 o'clock. Like it's just a never ending thing. Like it always, something always happens. And, you know, especially when it's like a small scale farm, like they have, you know, like it's a very small operation, but like things need to be done, you know? So I wanted to go down there, but the day just kept dragging. And by the time it was like, I didn't buy tickets because I knew that that was going to be the case. And, um, so I didn't get to go. And so now I don't think they're coming anywhere near me. So I'm probably not going to get to see it, which is fine. Um, hopefully I can just make my way to Nashville at some point this fall. And then maybe Chris will, uh, get on the podcast. I know you're listening, Chris. If I have shows in Nashville and you don't, and you're in town and you don't do my podcast, Chris Kirkpatrick, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be sad, actually. You did Josh Wolf's comedy special, and he's not even a big NSYNC fan. So it's only right that you do my podcast, and then maybe, you know, if I get a spe- another special, I mean, I will. I just, you know, whatever. Anyway. Um, I'm really excited today, you guys. I, I just, I'm going to get this, I don't know how long this podcast will be. I never have, you know, uh, a number in mind, like, okay, I want it to be at least this long, or I want it to be no more than this long. Um, I, uh, let, let me just really quick, like, so when Celebrity came out, in 2001 I was working at Del Taco (laughs) fucking Del Taco dude okay so I'm just gonna set this up really quick so in 2000 I met my girlfriend at the time uh I told you she was big you know she's a big pop person like me but she was a backstreet I was an NSYNC and you know I fell in love or whatever and uh, then we moved in together like a year later and we got this place in San Bernardino. Why? 
I think just because it was really cheap and it was really nice. It was really we actually had a really nice apartment, but it was just it was in San Bernardino, which was not a big deal, but it was really inexpensive. And so we were like, oh yeah, perfect. You know, like I want to say, and this is back in like I said, two thousand and one. We had a two bedroom apartment, had to be like a thousand square feet, and I want to say it was like six hundred dollars or. Maybe $700, you know, really cheap. And, uh, you know, it was about, you know, 20 minutes from where I worked and about, you know, 20, 25 minutes from where my girlfriend at the time worked and whatever. Um, I, I I wanted to be a pop star still. I had, This is already, this is after, you know, I had auditioned for O-Town and didn't make it. And I would go on like little auditions for things, you know, but I wasn't like, I didn't know how to get an agent or any of that stuff so it's kind of just like going through the motions and you know i told you guys how i sang pop at this like talent showcase um back in that same time period and so i was working at del taco and the reason why i was working at del taco oh man i think i talked about it actually i don't know uh, I, I used to work at dave and busters and then i got fired and if i didn't talk about it it's, i'm not even gonna get into it why i got fired but i think i talked about it i know i talked about it on a podcast i just don't know if it was this one or my other podcast but anyway i think it was on this one but anyway um i'm working graveyards at del taco why because i didn't want anyone to see me working at del taco because i was embarrassed to be working at Del Taco. Um, I had just gotten a job as a personal trainer, but I wasn't going to start that job for like two months because there's like this training class that I had to go to. So I just needed uh, a way to keep income coming in for, you know, a couple months, you know, until I started working at the gym. And I was also delivering pizzas. And so here I am, you know, just trying to make it, you know, just trying to make ends meet. You know, my girlfriend and I had just moved into this place and I got fired from my job and, you know, just trying to, you know, like I said, get, keep, keep money coming in. You know, I've always kind of been that person, you know, to kind of like, you know, okay, well, okay, I got to figure something out really quick. And I kind of always have, like, just like with COVID, like, you know, my work shut down. I couldn't do comedy. I couldn't train people. So, you know, I went to Oklahoma and worked on the farm for a little bit. And then when that was over, I got a job at a furniture store. And then when that was over, I got a job at a gym. And then, I, you know, when I stopped working there, I got a job at another gym. And then I came back and then I got, I came back to California and then I got a job delivering weed. And it's just like, I, I, I figure shit out, dude, you know? So anyway, I'm sitting there and like, you know, I, I want to be a pop star and you know NSYNC is the biggest band in the world and they come out with you know pop and it's like yeah like I do the dance I do the, and it's just like yes but the album hasn't come out yet so then the album comes out and you know I listen to it front to back and you know going through the songs that we go through you know like on the album and then I hear this and I'm just like this sounds different this is already like just different, you know? And then the video, you know, obviously TRL premieres the video. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's a thousand words that I could say to 
And right there, I'm just like, this is the fucking, this is the dopest song I've ever fucking heard. It's there. It's the second single, you know, um, and uh, it came out very close to right now, actually, August 21st, 2001. And uh, it was interesting because, you know, it's only Justin. And at the time, it was kind of, you know, like, oh, wait a minute. Like, you know, pretty much every song, you know, with a few exceptions, it was Justin, JC, JC, Justin, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Chris got a verse here and there and, you know, but this was like all Justin and we were like, oh, and then you learn that, you know, he, he and Wade Robson, you know, of uh leaving neverland fame <laughs> sorry you guys i can't um i can't i can't help myself when it comes to wade robson i don't know i would love to get wade robson on this show i doubt he would ever do it even though he and i kind of go way back um but you know he wade was getting really into like producing and writing and you know, he had this vision of kind of what he wanted to become. And him and Justin connected artistically. And then, you know, fast forward, you know, we'll get into that in a later episode, I'm sure. But this song was like, wait, what? This is not like anything I've heard. This is not your typical boy band song. This is, I don't even know what you, you know, you, you, you classify this as other than this is this immediately i'm like this is my favorite nsync song this is the best nsync song i've ever heard and to this day this is my favorite nsync song like i just i've been sitting here like are you serious dude and then you have like the acapella in the background and there's the harmony and just but it's like it's like not R&B, but it's not pop. It's like somewhere in the middle, but it's closer to R&B. And it's a, it's a timeless song. You know, like, you know, the, the thing about songs and music and all that stuff is like, you know, eventually certain songs you kind of get tired of hearing, right? I do. You know, even though I love NSYNC, there's some songs, you know, Bye Bye Bye, for example, you know, that it's just like they were played so much that you know sometimes you're just like hey, i've heard this song a million times gone for me is not one of i still love bye 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 like i'll still do the fucking dance and like <laughs> i'm immediately transported to the video and the girl and the strings and justin you know coming off and landing on, on you know in, in the warehouse going <laughs> You know, like, I, I, don't get me wrong, but, like, there's just certain songs that, like, I've heard so much. And Gone is a song that, like, I just will never get tired of, of hearing it. You know, I have this, uh, I have this playlist of songs that I listen to after, um, it's a list of songs, a playlist of songs that I listen to on the way home from comedy shows if I'm driving home not like if I'm flying or whatever but like if I'm driving and it's nighttime which it 
sorry, which it almost always is. Um, it, I don't know. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like the opposite of like a pump me up. It's like a, like a, I want to stay pumped up and like kind of relish in my post show adrenaline rush that I get, you know, like I love being on stage, you guys. I don't know if, uh, if any of you guys watch any of the clips that I post of my stand up on social media, but like, and I don't know if you can tell, but like, I love being on stage. Like, I love it, dude. I fucking love it. And there's just a post show rush, you know? And so on the way home, I, I have a, a playlist of songs that I listen to. This is one of the songs on there. It's all, it's because I, you know, when, I, when I'm on stage, I feel like a rock star, dude. Especially if I have a good show, like, I feel like a fucking rock star. And so this playlist is songs that are like either like acoustic songs or like kind of like rock ballads or, you know, songs like where there's like a guitar involved. Like, like, for example, like I Can't Drink You Away is on the song or is on the playlist. Um, Wanted, Dead or Alive and and Gone is on the playlist. Like I, I just fucking sing, I sing at the top of my lungs in my car and it's just what I do dude so like I love this song like I just do it's my favorite NSYNC song you're welcome <laughs> and uh like I said written by Justin and Wade Robson and uh we're gonna get into it there's a thousand words that I could say to make you come home now, right off the bat, this is someone that's apart from their significant other, and for whatever reason, but like, there's a bunch of things that this person can say that will make that person come home. That's, that's saying a lot. Seems so long ago you walked away. Left me alone. It's like, oh, it just, it just flows so good. So then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so she left him, or he, but in this case, she. Um, and I remember what you said to me. You were acting so strange. Now... I don't know. I, I will. I know I've talked about this on here, but um, there is a relationship that I was in, and I, I think I'm pretty sure I told you guys I caught my ex cheating on me. Not like in like while she was doing it. That's, but like I caught her. It was okay. So she was a model. I I know I told the story, but just for anyone that maybe didn't hear this part of the story. She was a model, and she went to Korea, and she was on a modeling contract. She was supposed to be there for three months, and, you know, so we would Skype. This is before Zoom, obviously. We would Skype every day, you know, and it was hard because they were, like, I don't know, like, eight hours ahead or something, so we had to be strategic. But there was one day where she just seemed off. Like, the song says, you were acting so strange. Like, you know, when you're with someone for an extended period of time, you know, 
they become your best friend in a sense or like for real and so she was my best friend but I could tell that there was something off and I asked her and she said no everything's fine you know like and I just something seemed off and then I just my gut told me hey Peter check her email (laughs) and I check her email and I find a picture of her vagina that she sent to a dude that wasn't me and then I will I go and see some other emails and I go and check her Facebook messages because I had her password uh, and I found out basically that yeah my my gut was right there was something wrong she had cheated on me and she was not telling me about it so that's probably why she was acting weird and uh you know, I, I hated it. It broke my heart. It devastated me. I, it, it really fucked me up, man. Cause as a guy getting cheated on, I don't know, man, like it, it makes us feel like less of a man, I guess, for lack of better terms. And, uh, so anyway, I get it. And maybe I was too blind to see. Did I say that already? No. And maybe I was too blind to see that you needed a change. So this is weird because it's like, it's one of those things where like, if you're in a relationship and the person cheats on you or leaves you, um, like they're unhappy and maybe it's your fault, you know, but like if the thing is, is like if you're the person that doesn't want out of the relationship, you're going to blame yourself, even though it could like, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. I loved this girl like I, I was head over heels. I wanted to marry her. Um, I thought she was everything I wanted, you know, and I did everything I could to make her happy, you know, like bought her things, you know, took her, I mean, you know, took her all over the place, you know, I, I, I mean, I treated her like a princess to the best of my ability and cared about her and loved her and, you know, worshiped the ground she walked on. And it's like, it still wasn't enough, you know? So it was just like, okay. But, like, so this is the thing, like, maybe I was too blind to see that you needed a change. He's blaming himself. And maybe, you know, he did do something. But, like, or maybe she was just the person in the upper hand or in the relationship with the upper hand. And he's just blaming himself, you know, because I've done that, too, you know. And sometimes it's just not your fault. Like, sometimes it's just that other person, you know, maybe they're a whore or I don't know, dude. It's just um, so anyway. Was it something I said to make you turn away, to make you walk out and leave me cold? So it's like, did I say something? Like, is this my fault? If I could just find a way to make it so that you were right here, right now. I've been sitting here. I'm sorry. I've been sitting here. Can't get you off my mind. 
I've tried my best to be a man and be strong. Uh, if I can tell you guys, this is just this isn't just my ex. This is every fucking heartbreak that I've ever had. If I could tell you guys how much I cry when I get broken up with. <laughs> It's just like, uh, and you know, like I said, you know, I talked about it before, but like having gone through therapy and realizing that a lot of my issues with breakups and whatnot stem from the fact that my mom died when I was young and also because my dad was very abusive. So there's always this, uh, not dependency, but like a need to want to be loved um which is basically a dependency but like <laughs> an attachment like i have attachment issues for sure i get really attached to my partners but i learned that in therapy and so in this relationship that i'm in now i've done much better like i mean yeah like i love my girlfriend to death and we're gonna get married at some point you guys can all come to the wedding um <laughs> But, like, I made sure that I didn't make all the same mistakes that I made in the past because of what I learned through therapy. It was because of my fucking ex-girlfriend cheated on me. and um, I've drove myself insane, wishing I could touch your face. But the truth remains, you're gone. You're gone baby you're gone girl you're gone baby girl you're gone you're you're it's like yeah dude she's gone man and that's tough dude in a breakup whether you're a guy or a girl or a, a they them fucking you know Most of us, I feel, I mean, sometimes, like, you break up and you're like, yeah, this is it, dude. This is, this is never going to happen again. But other times you break up and there's this, because you've spent a great deal of time with this person, you know, there's this kind of hope that you'll reconcile and, you, you know, you you are adamant about the fact that you don't want this breakup and that you're fighting for this, you know, relationship and you know, in for a while, you kind of think that, yeah, like, this person will come back around. But then there comes a time when, like, you kind of realize that, yeah, dude, like, this shit's over. You know, I'm not, I'm not getting this person back. And it's, it's a tough feeling, but it's also, like, it can be liberating because then you could be like, well, fuck it, dude let's go fucking YOLO, you know, now I'm going to just go fuck everything I can. At least that's what I do, you know, <laughs> but, um, there's just that, that realization and it just, it, it, like I said, it's good and bad, you know, it's bad. Cause you, it's like, you feel like you can fix things. And then that's, that, that's the realization that like, it's beyond repair. But like I said, then it, it's also good cause it helps you be able to begin to move on, you know? Now, I don't want to make excuses, baby. Won't change the fact that you're gone. 
No, no. And this is the every guy right here. Every guy in a breakup right here. But if there's something that I could do, anything I can do, like you're just like, just tell me, I'll change, I'll do this, I'll, you know, whatever. Like I remember, this is the girl that I was actually with when this album came out, my first like real breakup. Um, I was like, you know, her, I, and I'm sure it was a number of things, and I was young and probably, I'll be honest, like not the best in a relationship at that point. Um, so, yeah. But one of the things that, you know, she had kind of told me in the breakup was that, like, she she thought I could be famous. You know, this is, like I said, this is when I was still trying to be a pop star and stuff. And her whole thing was that she was so self-conscious that she didn't think that she could deal with any kind of fame I got you know, like people coming up to me and, or like, you know, me being around the world and, you know, touring different cities and the girls and all that, which by the way, is kind of what I'm doing now on a smaller scale. Cause I'm not like a fucking rock star or pop star, but like I am touring all over the country and a little bit internationally. And my girlfriend now is very fine with that. Like she trusts me. She's been on the road with me before she sees how, um, Girls don't really flirt with me. <laughs> I don't know why. I wish they did. Not because I would do anything. I just like to be objectified. Like, who doesn't, you know? Um, but also, I think part of it is a large portion of my act is me talking about, you know, my girlfriend and the dynamic in our relationship. She's from the country. I'm from the city. And, you know, um, so anyway... The, the girl broke up with me because she just said that, you know, she couldn't deal with it if I got famous, but that she didn't want to not let me experience that. So, like, that's one of the reasons why we were breaking up is because she knew what I wanted and she knew that she couldn't handle it. So the best thing would be for me to just go and do, you know, but like my point is I'm so dependent or I was so dependent that I was like, hey, I will give up my potential you know entertainment career and just be with you and she's just like yeah no I don't like and I think and I think you know I don't think she would mind me saying this but like I think that she was just done with me because I was not probably the best boyfriend at that time because I was young and immature and whatever but she said that so that she couldn't just be like yeah I just don't want to be with you anymore but and so she trying to try to use that as like in a a way to soften the blow for me because she cared about me but really I don't think because I was like yeah I'll give it up and she's like no I'm not asking you to (laughs) which is fucking hilarious dude I was so hurt heartbroken um but anyway but if there's something I can do won't you please let me know time is passing so slowly now guess that's my life without you that's a fucking line dude like i don't know if that's wade's line or justin's line but it's just like time is passing so slowly now and you hear the clock right you're just like fuck dude that's such a great line dude i i love it um 
And maybe I could change my every day. But baby, I don't want to. And now this is where it's like, oh yeah. Like, you know, he's 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 missing her. And he's like, maybe he could change what he does, but like he doesn't want to. And then this this fucking line. Oh my god. So I'll just hang around and find some things to do to take my mind off missing you. And this is fucking literally I wish that people could understand how important this is in a number of things, but especially when dealing with a breakup, especially with dealing with a breakup. So my ex that, I mean, I have so many exes, but I've talked about two of them in this episode. Um, The one that cheated on me, devastated, broke my heart. Like I said, I wanted to marry her did everything I could to make her happy. Um, But she cheated on me and then we broke up and I was so depressed and like not suicidal, but it was the first time in my life where like, I've always thought that suicide is just such a cop out, you know, and a selfish and, and I still do believe that it is, but I also do understand why people do it. And this was the first time in my life that I was ever like, okay, I'm not suicidal, but I get it. I get the pain and the feeling of just empty, like like you haven't been, like you're just not whole anymore and you're just not right. Like I was mentally unstable. I went to a therapist, like I went to several therapists actually. I wanted them to give me drugs because I needed something to numb the pain. And I thought about golfing. <laughs> I just wanted to do as many things as I could. Like I became a yes man. Anything that like my friends like, you know, I, I hate going to bars. I hate going to clubs. But like if they were like, hey, do you want to go? I was like, yes. Yes. Do you want to go to? Yes. And everything. Like I just had to keep doing things to keep my mind off of this girl because anytime I was alone in my thoughts like that's when the pain just really settled in and I I couldn't stack you know I couldn't eat I couldn't sleep you know like I said I wasn't gonna kill myself but like I understood why people did and I and I recognized that I needed help and that's why I went to a therapist because you know there's only so much you can talk to your friends and your family about and you know just and they have an interest in you because they know you and you know so they know how to tell you certain things and they know what not to tell you whereas when you go to a therapist like it's a third party they're looking on the they're on the outside looking in they will tell you exactly what you not what you want to hear they will tell you what you need to hear and she was like yeah you know she's probably dating someone already right and I was just like like, you know that, like, she was probably trying to do this for a while. And, and I was, it was just, everything she told me, I was like, fuck, dude, she's right, dude. Um, but um, that whole thing of, like, I'll just hang around and find some things to do to take my mind off. That, that's what I did, dude. I had to. But in that, that's how I discovered stand-up comedy, you guys. That's, that's what I was getting at. 
So in being a, becoming a yes man and doing, you know, all these things that I didn't really want to do, but I didn't want to be alone either. So I just did these things. I went to this bar with two of my friends from work. You know, they, they were really awesome dudes for taking me out and, you know, just helping me cope. You know, they were great. Shout out to Eric and Albert, who I don't talk to anymore, which is kind of unfortunate. But, you know, it was 10 years ago. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's fucking 10 years ago, dude. It's crazy. Um, but in that we were out and that's when I met my friend Natasha, who I have not, she's been on my other podcast a couple of times. Um, but, um, that's when I met her and discovered that she did stand up, and then she invited me to one of her shows and I'm like, dude, I fucking love stand up, And, you know, in a breakup, you know, post breakup, when you're in a relationship for a long time. There's a lot of things you do together if you're if you're together for an extended period of time. And then after the breakup, when you try to do those things, like you're like, fuck, dude, like, no, like this is where this, this is this is what we did. Like we didn't we ate at this restaurant. And, you know, there's so many things I had to avoid after that relationship. But stand up comedy was something that she and I didn't really do together. We only went to one comedy, maybe two comedy shows. You know, so it wasn't like there wasn't really any crazy like memories of us. So for me, it was like, yeah, like I'll go to a comedy show like great, you know, and it was going to this comedy show of this girl that I met, you know, being a yes man where I discovered like you don't have to be like the funniest person. Like, I mean, you want to be the funniest person, but like, you know, I went to the, her comedy show and there was all these different random you know, comedians, and some were really funny, and some were not, and I was just like, I could be not funny, I could do that, I could go, I could go up on stage right now, and be not funny, and then just practice, and then get funny, and that's exactly what happened, you know, I asked her, you know, how I could start doing stand-up comedy after I'd gone to the show, and she kind of led me in the right direction, and here we are, you know, almost 10 years later, it'll be 10 years, uh, August 28th, and I'm a fucking professional comedian, and I was just on tour for a month, and I'm performing all over the country, and I'm performing in Canada, and I'd like to perform overseas this year, I'm trying to get over, I'm, I want to do some shows in, 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 in London, and maybe in Scotland, and, you know, we'll see, but, like, it started because I was a yes man, and because I was trying to find some things to do to keep my mind off of missing her. And I know in my heart, you can't say that you don't love me too. Please say you do. And that's the thing where it's like, you're in a relationship and you're not in it anymore. You're like, dude, I know you fucking love me, dude. Like, why the fuck are we not together? You know, stop doing this. Like, you know, you love me, right? And then she's just like, yeah, but like, I don't want to be with you. And you're just like, oh, fuck another heartbreak after heartbreak. This is why I know it's an unpopular opinion, you guys, but this is just my relationship advice. If you're involved in a breakup, unless there's kid, if there's not kids involved, hopefully there aren't, if there are no kids involved. Just fucking stop talking to this person. It will hurt. It will sting. You will be empty. You will be without that person that made you whole for however long you were together. Your best friend, even if that's the case, you know. But I promise 
continuing to communicate is just going to make it worse and worse and just drag it out. Just fucking rip the band-aid off, cut off communication, and you will heal much faster emotionally. I promise. I promise, dude. Been there, okay? I've been sitting here. Can't get you off my mind. I've tried my best to be a man and be strong. I drove myself insane. Wishing I could touch your face. But the truth remains. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. There will be laughter if I can't be with you. Tell me where will I turn to? Baby, who will love me? Who? I said this in my last breakup. <laughs> like, I'm 33. Who's going to want to be with me? <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> now that we are apart, Am I still in your heart? Baby, why don't you see that I need you here with me? Oh, they see it, dude. They just don't fucking care. They're all fucking dudes or or girls or whatever. You know, like, they know that you want to be with them. They just don't care. Like, they're fucking done, dude. That's why they broke up with you. It sucks, dude. It sucks when you come to that realization. I've been sitting here. Can't get you off my mind. I've tried my best to be a man and be strong. I've drove myself insane. Wishing I can touch your face. But the truth remains. I've been sitting here. Can't get you off my mind. I've tried my best to be a man and be strong. I've drove myself insane. Wishing I could touch your face. But the truth remains, you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Baby girl, you're gone. You're gone. But the truth remains, you're. I fucking love it, man. I love it. It's my favorite NSYNC song, you guys. I'm excited that we still have some more songs. I mean, we have quite a few more songs, and I have plans for what we're going to do when we're done with the catalog, but that's my favorite NSYNC song. So, um, I'm releasing this episode after I record it, so it'll be out. Um, when you guys hear this, most of you guys will hear this Friday. Uh, so, on Friday, I'm going to do a poll on my Instagram, and I want to know what your favorite NSYNC song is. Now that you know what mine is... Uh, if you guys have been here from the beginning, I might have let it on. I don't know if I did or not. I've done like little, you know, car karaoke's and I'm like, my favorite NSYNC song. But, you know, if you guys are listening to me and you're following me on social, uh, at Peter Sirs, um, I'll do a, a story, a poll on my Instagram story and you guys can tell me what your favorite NSYNC song is. And maybe I'll do one on Facebook too. Maybe I'll do one on Twitter. I don't know. We'll see. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I, I am sorry that 
It's a little bit inconsistent over the last few weeks, but like I said, I'm home for a few weeks, so we will be good for the next few weeks. Um, if you guys are anywhere near Kansas City, I'm going to be in Kansas City Friday, August 13th at the Mini Bar. I think there are still some tickets left, but they are going fast, so uh, be there. And then uh, I've got a bunch of other shows coming up. But they're like little shows, so whatever. Um, anyway, um, this has been Here We Go, an NSYNC podcast. My name is Peter Sirs, and uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review, rate it, subscribe. It helps me out. I appreciate you guys. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.